The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Ian Stewart. Virginians will soon have to apply for two jobs every week to continue receiving unemployment benefits. The requirement isn't new. It was suspended during the pandemic. The Virginia Employment Commission announced yesterday that it will bring it back. The commission received over 1.5 million claims during the pandemic, more than a 1,000 percent increase from the previous year. The Virginia Department of Health is offering assistance to people who are deaf and hard of hearing seeking information on COVID-19 and vaccinations. VDH says it recently hired several deaf employees who are fluent in American Sign Language. ASL help is available from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week. Residents can connect by calling a video phone number or going to the department's webcam through VDH's website. For more information, go to vaccinate.virginia.gov. We're beginning to learn more details about what will happen to all of the Confederate monuments Richmond took down last year. As Roberto Rodan reports, City Council is putting together a process to sort through more than 20 proposals. There's a long list of groups that want to take ownership of the monuments, from the U.S. Navy's historic preservation arm to neo-Confederate activist groups. They're all vying for 14 Confederate statues and iconography. So far, City Council has put together criteria to evaluate the requests, including whether the new owners can pay to move the statues out of storage. Government agencies and nonprofits will be given preference. There's still debate about whether Mayor LeVar Stoney's administration or City Council staff will negotiate the transfers. Either way, they'll need final approval from City Council and two other commissions, a process that's likely to take months. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. The University of Richmond's Board of Trustees has issued a statement addressing controversial comments made by Board Rector Paul Queeley. This is in response to the Faculty Senate's motion to censure him. In a meeting last month, Queeley allegedly singled out a black faculty member and referred to white students on campus as, quote, regular students. In the statement, the board said trustees who were at the meeting don't agree with how Queeley's comments were characterized. The board also announced it would suspend the decision on retaining the names of two campus buildings with ties to slavery and segregation, saying they're reviewing options for a more inclusive process. Candidates for Richmond's Commonwealth Attorney presented their platforms during a digital forum yesterday hosted by the University of Richmond School of Law. As Whitney Evans reports, Tom Barber, a criminal defense attorney, is moving to unseat Colette McEachin in a June primary. Tom Barber calls himself a progressive reformer who wants to focus on adopting a community-driven social services model. He says the office needs a plan for handling future protests in the city and a demonstrated ability to hold its police officers accountable. And there's no published or public transparent guidance for prosecutors to follow about how they use their discretion, about how they're making decisions in cases. And the result is that the office is a black box of decision making. Colette McEachin says her office is accessible and transparent. You can find out anything about our programs on my website, in the city of Richmond's website, for our Commonwealth Attorney page. 
My number is public, obviously, and I've spoken with members of Black Lives Matter, multiple groups. McEachin announced in July a new policy of publicly releasing the names of officers indicted for their abuse of authority or excessive use of force while on duty. Whitney Evans, VPM News. After weeks of virtual community meetings and work sessions, the Chesterfield Board of Supervisors will vote today on the county's proposed annual budget. A big chunk of the more than $800 million budget prioritizes education, public safety, and infrastructure projects. Pay raises for police, fire, EMS personnel, and teachers are included in the proposal, as is a 2% merit increase for all other staff. The meeting starts at 6 p.m. tonight and will be streamed on the county's website and YouTube channel. After canceling last year because of the pandemic, the Friday Cheers Summer Music Series is returning to Richmond. Venture Richmond runs the annual event on Browns Island. The group released a lineup of seven concerts starting May 7th with Chris Jacobs' band and Doe Eyes. There will still be some measures in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Venture Richmond is selling tickets for pods of two to eight people. Each pod will be spaced six feet apart, and concert goers will be required to wear masks. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, April 6th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.